0: Yeah, let's
1: let's uh, talk a little bit about today's parsha. Is the parsha of Emmer. and so you know, there's always a lot to talk about. Let's oh. let's uh, Zami. There's always There's always a lot to talk about. I, I, I love you. So in any event, mm-hmm. so you, know, you always try to find something in the parsha which is relevant uh, mostly to you so it's interesting we're in the month of er that's the second month of the when you start count when you start counting from Nisan some counts we count from the beginning of the year from Rosh Hashanah but in the Torah Bachodesh Iyar is Nisan that's when they went out of Egypt so today Iyar is Bachodesh it's the second month there's something unique about the uh, second month of, of, of er. Um, what's unique about it is, is that every day of, the, of this month <coughs> we do a mitzvah. <coughs> and That's the mitzvah of counting the Omer. The counting of the Omer begins on the 16th day of Nisan.
0: Hi.
1: <coughs> and it goes... Oh, hi Janice. Good morning. She's the uh, birthday girl today, too. Today? Oh,
0: today? today? Oh, yeah. It's the English birthday.
1: Oh, The, the, the uniqueness of this month of Iyar, ER, so we have the birthdays in ER, is, um, is the fact that every day of this month we have a mitzvah. There is no other month in the year that every day of the month has a mitzvah. We start the counting of the Omer on the 16th day of Nisan. So that would mean that you have from the 16th till the end of the month, but that's not a full month. We cannot counting until the day before Shavuos up to Shavuos, and so that's only a few days in the month of Sivan. But the month of Iyar, which we are now, every day we count the Omer. Doing a mitzvah of the Torah every day is very special. It's a special time. It means that the Torah tells you to count, you know, every single day. Uh, the idea of counting generally means that something is important. You know, you count how much money you have. You count uh, uh, things that mean to you that are important to you. Uh, uh, or we should count our blessings. You know, so counting means that you uh, that you appreciate and you have something good. So Torah tells us to count every day. So it means that this month is, which by the way, talking about good things, um, the word er and you have the birthday, so it's good for you to know, has uh come to mind two uh, special abbreviations. First of all, it stands for Ani Hashem Rofecha. I got him your healer. That's the Aleph Yud Yud stands for Hashem or Hashem alukhah, Rofecha is your healer. Ani Hashem that's based on the on the, on the verse um which God says that uh, he will he's your healer. Um as opposed to, as Rashi explains, that he's your healer means that um, you know, if you follow the Torah, you'll you'll you won't get sick. So it's like uh, not only that you'll get sick and healed, but you don't even get sick. According to one interpretation, the other thing is Ear stands for Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and Rachel. Aleph Yud Yud is Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Those are the three. And Rachel, those are considered Rachel representing the matriarchs. Um, those represent the four legs of the uh, Merkava, the uh, chariot, the vision of Yecheskel. So it would be Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, Rocha. So these are all things um, which are unique to the month of year, but especially we're talking about counting, about counting of the Omer. Now, we're also right now in the midst of the month of year, we're counting the Omer. Uh, One of the challenges with counting of the Omer is because it's a whole month and because it's seven weeks, you got to do it every day, so it's something that you got to remember. And the 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 um, the fact that um, um, that it takes seven weeks and without failure um, has also implications. It has implications that uh, you can only make a bracha when you count the Omer if you don't miss a day. So you have to count every day in order to make the bracha. If you miss one day, then you can no longer say the bracha. You can still count, but you can't say the bracha. So, I mean, so you can only make the bracha you count every day. So it, I know it was always like um, something that we would, in our house, and as kids, we would always, you know, see, oh, we still counting with a bracha? Are you still counting with a bracha? I mean, you know, you, you didn't forget, you didn't forget, you have every day, still counting with a bracha. That was like a challenge. We'll talk a little about it in, in a minute, but um, the other thing is unique this year, it's uh, very interesting, is that uh, the counting started on Sunday. Uh, we know the week begins with Sunday and Yom Rishon, and Shabbos is the seventh day. Yom HaShvi, Shabbos Vayenofesh, God rested on the seventh day, so the week cycle is a seven-day cycle, which by the way, is also very interesting to, 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 to take note, is that a week doesn't have really any physical change, in other words, so all the other uh, parts of, 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 of time have some physical um, expression, like day and night, okay, so there's a cycle, you know, there's a 24-hour cycle, basically, which is, you know, half day, half night, or whatever, how it divides so itself up. But that's a cycle. That's Once the sun makes a cycle, you know, or the earth makes a cycle, I'm not going to get into that. But once there's a full cycle, then you have a day. So a day is a physical phenomenon. Same thing, take a month. A Hebrew month is also a physical phenomenon, which means the moon cycles, it appears, and it appears. So there is a Physical manifestation of what the moon is. And then when you talk about, let's say, a year, for example, uh, a solar year, also, you know, the seasons, the four seasons, there's a 365 cycle, one to go. So there's some physical change in the world happening, which we associated with the time. But when you talk about a week, there is no physical association. There's nothing, nothing changes. No, no cycle. There's no physical change in other words it almost seems like you could have had a cycle of eight days you know for all you made a cycle of six days you could make a cycle of 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 ten days it's arbitrary seems like so where do we get we know the cycle of seven days because you know god created the world six days and he rested on the seventh day so that's actually a testimony to hashem hashem's creation of the world that that's why we have seven days why do we have seven days? Why did Hashem create it? So that's according to the Kabbalah. We know already that there is the seven Sfirot. So you have Choch, Chesed, Gvura, Tiferis, Netzach, Hod, Yesod, and Malchus. Each one of these days correspond to one of these Midos. And this number seven is not just in the days of the week, because we know that in years we also have the number seven. We have seven, is a Shemitah year. This cycle is... Well, every seven years, the way they count. Then, within the seven years, you have seven times seven. Then you have the jubilee year. Then you have the fiftieth year. So these all and they're they're also seemingly to be arbitrary. You know, why seven? But it's all based on the sfirot. It's all based on on the uh, on the spiritual changes that take place, which is the basis for all these changes. So. The days of the week are important, I guess, because they are not only uh, they're not physical days, but they are actually representing the spiritual, the the midos, the spheros, the the the, the various different uh, aspects of it. So the same thing is true with Sefira. The way the Torah tells us about a spirit of omer it talks about seven weeks. Again, it talks about seven seven times seven. A week is Shiva Shavuos. A week is a Shavua, is seven days. Shiva Shavuos is seven times seven. So seven times seven, that's how we get to, to Sphira Saober. So we have all these weeks. That's why also when we read, when we do the counting of the Sphira, you'll see you're always trying to work with the specific... Attribute uh, of one of to refinement, betterment, to 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 grow in in various aspects. And there's already been diff- various different pamphlets available that discuss and talk about the various different ideas that one can apply to their daily lives and what to, to work with. But nevertheless, it's uh, number seven. So every year, no matter what, we always have seven times seven. But this year is unique, because this year the counting begins on Sunday. The seven begins on, 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 on Sunday, so you not only have seven times seven, but the seven go in order. That It starts with the Sunday, goes through Shabbos. So we have seven times seven, and Shavuos will be on Sunday, Shavuos yeah. will be on Sunday. It'll be actually... Saturday night. Huh? Saturday night, Saturday night, Saturday night, night yeah, yeah. Sunday, Monday. So we have actually three-day yon Shabbos
0: Sunday, Monday? Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Monday, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, because you started from Pesach. Right. Pesach Not was one. Pesach. Pesach was on Shabbos, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the first day was Sunday. So it was from Sunday through Shabbos. And the next Sunday is Shavuz. That's the... Um, that's the Celtic. So the Gemara, actually, the Talmud actually states, because the pasuk says you have to count seven whole weeks, seven whole weeks. This is one of the reasons we count at night time. We we finish the, the night because we want to capture the whole day. We want the counting needs to be the whole day. You don't want a part of the day. So, um, what happens when you count on the? Um, um, on Sunday, when you start, you not only have seven full weeks, but you have seven full weeks in the right order. And the Gemara says, that's really Tumimah. It's Eimos When are they considered really whole? It's in this schedule. So in this year, we have, um, um, especially unique in, in that way, that it started all on, on Sunday. So again, this Shabbos, this 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 Amor, we talk about Svirah Salman. One of the ideas, why, what are we counting? I okay, mean, so we're counting. What are we counting about? What's the counting? So one counts like you say, you know, when you anticipate. Kids count how many more days left to school. You know, they're you know so when they check out, how many more days? Uh, if we're going for a trip somewhere, we're counting how many days is still left of the trip and we count, you know, uh, that and the the counting over here is the connection between Pesach and between Pesach and, and Shavuos. Because inherently, Pesach and Shavuos are connected, which means God took us out of Egypt, but God took us out of Egypt for a purpose, making us a people. It was not an independent thing to get you out of Egypt, and then another thing, you know, okay, while we're out of Egypt already, I'm going to give you the Torah. There was a plan. I mean, the whole reason... I ever think about it. Why did we go down to Egypt? Did we do anything bad? I mean, why, were we punished? I mean, for what? I mean, what, what? It was
0: due to the famine. We went to Egypt.
1: That was the first time. You I mean, oh, I mean by, by, by Yaakov, why he descended well, we physically
0: down. went down there, but yeah. why did we have yeah. to go through what we went through?
1: Oh. Okay, what, why, why did we... We didn't do anything wrong, it doesn't exactly. seem like. And, but history, and the Jewish history... It's part of God's plan in general. It's not the very uh, local, short, you know, right here, and there. Excuse <coughs> uh, me. Uh, it's not. It's. Just it's not wonderful. Yeah. It's not like um, uh, we can't look at history just like you know what happens to me and a lot of people time time have a hard time, you know, when we look at a very, just a very small picture of what it is, we have a hard time, you know, dealing with it because we we only are very short-sighted. But in the picture of things, it has to do with the uh, Adam eating the Eitz and and becoming a people. But the bottom line is, this was all destined in a way. The Jewish people had to become a people. They had to endure and overcome. And still you know, develop into a very strong nation, you know, to what we are. And part of it was to prepare us for the receiving of the Torah. And, um, and, and the thing is that the exile, thank you, the exile became so hard, so difficult, that we almost, you know, we almost um, um, forgot who the purpose, you know, a lot of times it because of the challenges. So then when the Jewish people went out, so they were actually counting, so according to the Iran, he says that they were counting uh, the days, and they were counting the time till they're going to come to Matan Torah, they're going to come to Matan Torah when the Sun is given the Torah, because that was the ultimate goal. And the Jewish people had a very strong uh, sense of it, they wanted to be part of it, they wanted to be part of the um, uh, giving of the Torah. And that's what they were counting. That's one interpretation of the counting of the Spirit Omer. But nevertheless, just to um, go back to this thing, the Torah tells us there should be a whole, counting a whole. That when we count, we should count all of the days. Uh, basically, you know, what it means is that we need to um, we need to fix all, all, all parts. You know, we can't just stop by one part. We need all all 49 parts, all different things, we have to try yeah?
0: Are we counting each day of the 49 days until Moshe came down? Is that what the Jewish people were counting at this point?
1: Um, the thing is like this, um, uh, Moshe, 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 right now, the counting actually, you're asking me a question which is a very simple answer, yes or no, but the answer to that is, it's not such a simple answer okay. and, um, and, and, and the reason is because um, there is a question when the Torah was actually given, um, when the Torah was actually given, was it given on the 51st or on the 52nd day of when they left Egypt, So, which means to say whether our counting of Sefirah which is 49 days mm. so to us it's the 51st day so if you, you think like it to us say, it's the 51st day is the 50th day not even the 51st no from 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 Pesad, though we're, we're starting from the day after we're talking from the 16th okay i was talking about from the actual exodus of egypt which okay, you got to okay. move back a day okay, okay. so i'm talking one day back so okay. the counting of the omer starts from the second day and i was okay. talking about now from the actual exodus of egypt um, the, the Jews, so you know, the, the Jews left, okay, th- th- I'm saying this as a fact, but there is two opinions in the Talmud. But, but uh, the, the Jews left Egypt according to the way the Alter Rebbe writes in the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, you're familiar with Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch. He, uh, the, the Jews left Egypt on Thursday. And the Torah was given on Shabbos. That's not a question that the Torah was given on Shabbos. Okay, everybody agrees. That the Torah was given in Shabbos. So you have, so starting from Pe- starting from, from, from Pesach, let's just just for a second, <laughs> this conversation for a second. If Pesach was on Thursday, right? So uh, the 49th day was on Wednesday. Right? Because it's a whole week. The 49th day was on Wednesday. So that Thursday was the 50th day. Right, and Friday 52nd. was the 51st day, and Shabbos was the 52nd day. However, it was the 52nd day from Pesach, it was the 51st day from from Sunday, from when they started counting, <coughs> or, uh, from from Wednesday, from in which Friday. they started, from uh, Friday, 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 which they Friday. started counting. Okay,
0: because they didn't have two days of Pesach like we do. They had one day of Pesach, so what they matter. started on their first day. Right, no, but you always start,
1: you count on the 16th. By us, it's the second day, but it's yeah, the 16th. Yeah, but it's
0: the 16th. It's
1: always, if we do two days, we're only doing it because we're not sure which is space The reason we do a second day is because we're thinking maybe the 15th is so the why second So why day. is
0: everybody confused whether it's the 31st, first, first 52nd? Because if you always say that they got the Torah on Shabbos...
1: Yeah, but, but the question is, did they come out on Thursday? Okay.
0: Uh, that's not I so
1: clear when they, mean, when they actually came out of, you know, that, that's that's the okay. whole debate. I mean, it's more okay. than, but so that's what I'm saying to you. So it's possible that they finished counting um, uh, the uh, Sephirah. they finished counting, and then they had to wait an extra day before the Torah was given. So it doesn't mean that it was right away. Um, Where was Moshe then? No, but no, the, no that that was actually... No, that was that was that was not 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 to do with with with, with Moshe Rabbein. With the golden calf. No, 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 no. Because um, um, the, the whole story with the golden calf took place after the Torah was given.
0: The year after. No, 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 no
1: following Moshe Rabbeinu. Here we're talking about leading up to the giving of the Torah. And what you're talking about is that story with the golden calf is after the Torah was given. After the Torah was given, Moshe went up for 40 40 days, which ended on the 17th day of Tammuz, which he broke the Luchas. So that happened later. Here we're talking about before, we're talking about between Pesach between the Exodus of Egypt and the giving of the Torah, that's what we're talking about now. Yeah. So that's not that's talking not, that's talk about that's forty days that's later. Here we're talking about, but here we're talking oh. about the sephira, whether the sphere So it's nothing to do Thank really you. with Moshe Rabbeinu. Right. with there. With, with, with with but the um, the point is that uh, the Jewish people are anticipating and they wanted to um, to um, to receive the Torah, but. The Torah tells them that, you know, you have to be whole. It has to be whole. The the Jewish people, when they left Egypt, because they came from such a land, we know that Egypt was not a good place, uh, not spiritually. Not only was it physically, but also spiritually, it was amongst the bad places, it was worst. So it was like a bad, really bad place. Matter of fact, it's so interesting to say the passage says both places, Egypt, where they came from, and within Egypt, the Jews came from the land of Goshen. Uh, it says so. The Rashi, for example, from the pasuk, that was the worst of the worst mm. in Goshen. the level. Uh, as far it's Meitav Ha'oritz, it's physically it was a good land, but it was actually and maybe probably that's related. As much as it was a good land physically, it was corrupt and it was the worst corrupt. The, when the pasuk says to the Jewish people, we just read in last week's parsha, it says or the parish of it says, like the actions of the land of Mitzrayim that I'm taking you out from, don't do, he says. So Rashi says, why does it have to say, like the actions of the land of Mitzrayim that I'm taking you out? What is the extra? The action of Mitzrayim, we know he's taking them out. Because Rashi says, within the land of Egypt, the place where he took them out from was even worse than the ordinary place and then he says and like the actions in the place that I'm bringing you to uh, again, right, so why is to bring you to land of Canaan? why does he have to say land of Canaan that I'm bringing you to to say that that was the worst corrupt place spiritually, it was a, a degraded place spiritually worse than all other places. They came from the worst uh, spiritual place and they ended up in the worst spiritual place and the Jewish job was to transform it and make it into a holy place, make it into the place of Hashem. So they, get, they come to a place which is void or against anti-Hashem, and their job is to go ahead and change it. But how could you change the place? How are you going to change the place? So the Torah tells you that first you have to change yourself. So they came out from Egypt. Hashem took them out. They weren't ready, really... Um, See, when, when, when a person um, sometimes uh, gets excited about something, so they get excited about something, so they, 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 they have a, an inspiration. So let's say they, oh, oh, I want to start praying every day, or I want to start studying every day. They get excited about something. Something good happened in their life, something bad happened in their life, something, uh, something they want to do. Somehow, sometimes people just get an inspiration from above. Uh, So they want to do something, right? But that comes quickly, but it also goes quickly, because, you know, then then you settle down. (laughs) So let's say, you know, you go to shul, the rabbi gives a good speech, and you get, oh, encouraged, you come to a a friendship circle dinner, you hear all the speakers, and you hear all the things, you're excited, you're... But you know, things have time, you know, goes by, you go back home. So, okay, you know, you start to like, forget, we forget quickly. So that's why it's we have this seven week period. So if Hashem get, took us out of Egypt and gave us the Torah right away, uh, it would have almost been like, uh, you know, we weren't really ready for it. Uh, we didn't know, we didn't really uh, prepare ourselves. Uh, we, we we weren't, we, we 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 just got it, you know, it was just like that. So David said, no, we need seven weeks. What are we doing in those seven weeks? Seven weeks, we're getting ready. Those seven weeks, we're getting ready. So Hashem wants us to sort of take the time and fix yourself. So because if you're going to make uh, an impact or you're going to change the community where you are, if you're going to be a contributing person, do something good, you have to first Make sure that you yourself are standing on a certain level. Now, that doesn't mean that all the time a person is going to wait till they become perfect before they start doing it. That we can't wait that long. But I means the general way is you prepare yourself in a positive way, and you and you work on yourself, and then you go ahead and you um and and you're ready to do it, to make a change. To that. But, like also, I
0: remember learning like. They came out of time they were like a slave mentality. They were avodim. They weren't ready to be a nation and to accept the English's biggest turn. It's like giving somebody a gift that they can't even appreciate because they're not at that place. So they had to get rid of that concept that they're avodim and they're nothing and they're schmutz and they were serving a avodizara. They needed to get that out of their system even before they could even reach to the level of...
1: You know so it's both it's uh, I guess getting rid of the negative and bringing in the positive I mean they and they they go together that you can only only uh, begin to make a a a difference but just so one of the things is the Torah wants us to be to be, to whole we should take do the whole thing yeah. we also learn like about sacrifices we learn can't have a blemished, a blemished animal is. Can't do it. A Cohen who has a blemish can't serve in the Kohenah. Can't be a blemish. Has to be whole. Uh, because what it really tells us is that sometimes people think we're just going to tell other people. You know, we're going to uh, influence other people, but we're not going to become you know better ourselves. You know, uh, we'll. Uh, uh, sometimes you have people that know how to speak well. They know how to get other people uh, fired up. Uh, one time there was somebody came to the Rebbe, and he said to the Rebbe, he says, um, "You know, I go around to the country. I give uh, speeches, and uh, you know, everybody is very excited and very impressed, and you know." You know and the Rebbe says, "What about you yourself? You know," uh, well, he says. You know, uh, he says, "You know, I'm lacking. You know, uh, a little bit. You know, and this and that. You know, my observance of Shabbos is not 100 percent. My kosher. If I don't, you know, I go on these trips. I don't have such high standard of kashrus. I sort of." Don't. So the Rebbe says, "You know, if you are telling everybody else." Why don't you tell yourself also, you know, that you should, uh, you know, do better? So he says the Rebbe. He says, "I don't see the necessity for it because the people that I speak to, they don't know what I do, or I don't tell them. They they get inspired. You know, they're 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 inspired and they're they're ready to do everything. So what difference does it make? um, What I do personally, what's the difference?" So the Rebbe told him you should know if you don't practice what you preach what you're doing is you're inspiring other people to inspire others, but they themselves are not going to do it because they're going to follow your example. If you don't live by what you teach, so you're basically teaching the other people to say and to speak nicely, but you don't teach them how to behave, to really do what you, you know, say do as I do not do as I say, not as I do you know, that's A very key point to success, you know, a lot of people think, you know, they get away with it, you know, it doesn't matter. But the truth of the matter is, if you want to really be successful, so the Torah asks us to be to be whole, we need to take care of ourselves too, we need to, we can't just do it for other people and not ourselves, if we want to be really effective, if we want to be able to be uh, a contributing member in society, we have to perfect ourselves, we have to work on our own mitos. It also tells us that nobody's perfect, we have to work, it takes work, it's not something that happens by itself. It doesn't mean that you're bad, it just means that it takes time to, for a person to improve his own midos, his own uh, character, his own traits, and then, and then work on it, and then uh, you know, you're know you successful. So. But because the Torah says it has to be t'mimim, there are some halachic ramifications to it. You have to have hope. If you forgot one day, can't make a bracha anymore because you're not it's, okay. It's missing the bracha. Count with no bracha. Uh, why? So, what was the reason for that? So it would seem like the reason is it's like one big mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. Forty-nine days. One big mitzvah. What happens if you miss part of the mitzvah? If you miss the day, you're not doing. You you, you can't make a bracha because uh, you you missed. You didn't do. um, You didn't do the whole mitzvah. Say, like for example, eating matzah. Let's say somebody can only eat half of the amount required. There's a requirement. You have to eat a kisayis, the size of an olive. Say that somebody can only eat a half an olive. Right? A half an olive. And he knows that. Okay? You can't make a bracha. Why? You can't make a bracha. I'm going to eat matzah. Why? Because you're not going to, you can't eat the whole shear, You can't eat it. So, you, you know, same thing is, if you can't really do the whole thing, the requirement, the minimal requirement, you can't make the bracha because the bracha has, most mitzvahs have a requirement, you know, what, how we do it, what we do, so we need to, we need to have that shear over there. So the bahaq, that's one of the Balochis, one of the rabbi, one of the codifiers, early codifiers. They explained that his view is that the criteria of the mitzvah of spherasaomer is forty nine days. It's all one big mitzvah. And that mitzvah needs to be done in. Oh, if you only counted three days, say, so, and you missed the fourth day, so you're no longer doing the mitzvah, because you're no, no longer meeting the criteria of the mitzvah, which is 49 days counting, and you didn't count one day, so you lost out, so you can't count with a barakah. The reason we do count without a because not everybody agrees with the Baal HaLochas so Other people say, no, each day is an independent mitzvah, and it has nothing to do, if I missed out one day, it has nothing to do. But that's his view. So generally, the ruling is, so you know this is across the board, whenever there's a dispute between the codifiers and we haven't decided who is the right thing, we say, do it, but don't make a bracha. So, okay, so count. Because people make a, a, a mistake. A bracha does not, is not part of the mitzvah. So when, let's say you're counting Shafir Omer. So you say, Hayom yom la Umar. Today is four days to the Omer, right? You performed the mitzvah, even though you didn't say, Baruch atah Hashem. If you light the candles before Shabbat, right? And you didn't make the bracha. Did you not do the mitzvah? Of course you did the mitzvah. You didn't do... There's like two mitzvahs. There's one mitzvah to do the mitzvah. Mm-hmm. There's another mitzvah to make the bracha for the mitzvah. But the bracha is a blessing. It does not hold back the mitzvah. There's two separate things. There's one... Sometimes the mitzvah is actually saying like davening over there. The words are the mitzvah, uh, but the and that's probably one of the reasons that we don't make a bracha to daven because the words itself are the mitzvah. That's that's part of the mitzvah. But if we blow the shofar or we uh, light the Hanukkah menorah or we whatever we do, the bracha is separate from the actual mitzvah. If I light the Hanukkah menorah, I blew the shofar, I ate the matzah. I shook the lulav, whatever I did, it doesn't, I did the mitzvah. Doing the mitzvah is just doing the act, that's the mitzvah. Saying the bracha, that's an additional. So, but saying a bracha, you have to be sure that you have to say the bracha. You're not allowed to say God's name. So when you're not sure if you should say a bracha, don't say a bracha, we're not going to say, okay, say a bracha, because... Mentioning God's name in vain is a big error that's, that's one of the aseres had it says not to mention God's name in vain, that's one of the Ten Commandments. So you can't just say God's name like that, so you have to be sure that you have to say it. So in a case when you're not sure, we say, do the mitzvah, but don't make the bracha. So you're going to be doing the mitzvah, but you're not going to say the bracha. So, by Svirata Omer, since we have some people say that it's one mitzvah, it's one big mitzvah, some people say that it's separate mitzvahs, so what are we going to do? We're going to say, okay, you know what? Let's do the counting, but we're not going to do the bracha because we're not sure if we have to make the bracha, so we'll do the counting. Uh, we'll do the we mitzvah. Huh? This is when we
0: miss.
1: Yeah, if you miss, Yeah. Know. Oh. So, but the, the Rebbe asks, okay, so, so, so basically what we're saying is that, that according to the, this view, all 49 days is one mitzvah. Now, in that case, the Rebbe asks, in that case, so when a person is, makes a brach on the matzah, for example, the assumption is that he's going to eat the amount necessary. Uh, what happens for some accident, he can't eat it? Okay, an accident, accident, what are you going to do? Uh, sometimes it happens. Person's person trying to light the candles and, you know, somehow there's a wind, he can't light it. No, Accidents happen. But when you make the bracha, you're pretty sure that you're going to do the mitzvah. I mean, I was going to ask you, how are you going to make the bracha? Maybe you're not going to do the mitzvah. Uh, likely, I'm going to do the mitzvah because I'm making the bracha right here. But when it comes to Svirata Omer, it's very likely that a person might uh, forget. Not, 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 not in all the 49 days. Yeah. So if the explanation is that it's all one mitzvah, so how could we make a blessing on the on the first day? Yeah, well, you know what? You may actually be making a bracha in vain. Yes. If the only reason you're allowed to make a bracha is because you're doing the whole mitzvah, but wait a minute. I don't know. We should probably wait with a bracha until the 49th day once you see that you've done you've counted every day okay now go make a bracha but how come i'm making a bracha on on uh, in the very first day
0: just like when we begin eating the matzah we say a bracha we don't say a bracha every time we eat another piece of matzah no well uh, the
1: but there's no, no the the mitzvah of eating yeah. matzah yeah. Is only for one kizayis. That's right. the mitzvah. Everything else you just eat it because uh, you like uh, to eat. Uh, I mean, that's. But look
0: not, how well, the blessings on the wine. We have to make the four cups of wine. That's, each one but, gets so that's the one other. And, But, you know, but
1: the, uh. by the way, that's also been very strongly debated by the earlier, by the Rishonim, by the Rush. Some people argue you shouldn't make a separate bracha. Uh-huh. But that's because each cup is uh, unique for itself. So you gave each one a bracha. Uh. But that's not such a simple matter. Why? I mean, that that needs to be explained. I mean that—that's the way the rabbis see fit, but that's the exception to the rule. Normally, yeah, with this kind of interruption, you would not finished. make a separate bracha. It's only by the seder, which is different. Okay. But the point here being is, Rebbe says, if we should say that the reason is because we don't—that uh, it's all one mitzvah—so we should really not make a bracha at the beginning. We should be worried that you might not do my uh, fish. That's number one. Number two, the Rebbe also argues. Rebbe also asks, um, "Why do we make a bracha every day if it's really one mitzvah? According so to God, I mean. why make forty-nine brachas? You know, it's 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 it seems it's like, like the cups of wine. Yeah, well, but in this case, you're saying mamish that this is by the four cups of wine. The point is just the opposite. Each cup is its own mitzvah. You need a full cup, and you need each cup is a full mitzvah. Matter of fact." If a person will take four cups of wine on Pesach and drink it one after the other, he hasn't fulfilled the mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Each cup, you have to do what you got to do with that cup. The first cup, you do the manishtam; you do the kiddush. Second one, you do the hagodah. The third one, you do the benching. The fourth one, you do the halo. So every cup has its function. It's not like you just drink four cups, and that's 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 a little bit of a problem. You know, sometimes when a seder is late and people just want to do the mitzvahs, but you can't just do the mitzvahs, drink four cups. That's not gonna do it for you. You gotta uh, do I a little so. Haggadah. You gotta do a little bit of Haggadah. you gotta do a little bit of everything over there to make it to make it count. And uh, so that's for that, you know, matzah is different. Matzah once a time if you eat a kesayis, you fulfilled at least the Torah, the biblical commandment. But so the Rebbe's argument is according to to the Valochas Gidoilas, according to his opinion that it's all one mitzvah. So why would we make uh, so many various different uh, brachas every day if it's only only one mitzvah? And then there's also another discussion. Um, the other discussion is what happens, what happens if somebody becomes a bar mitzvah. Mm, the of, in
0: the middle. In the middle of, of Sefirat Omer. Why? Because a, a, a not bar mitzvah can't make the brachas.
1: No, he makes the brachas, but one second. But when he makes the brachas before so let's say today is the ninth day of year so let's say his bar mitzvah is uh, is I don't want to say it's tomorrow I love putting the yesterday's day because I don't want to be counting the sphira for uh, tonight. for tonight so it's it's today is the ninth day of uh, of year of, of so let's say he counted the sphira. so he turns bar mitzvah so last night when he turns bar mitzvah he turned the night by mitzvah and I. Don't, so now his first obligation of the Torah as an adult, he's asked to do now the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs that he did till now were as time. a minor, and they were from the rabbis as an educational thing, as well. So now he's going to start counting based on a biblical command. The Torah says, "Within are you have to count, okay? So that's one thing. Now, according to many opinions, also, some opinions, many opinions, also a, a disagreement, whether the counting today is a Torah command, a Biblical command, or it's only a command from the rabbis. Why? Because the Apostle says, if you read literally the verse, exactly. should count to you from the day that you bring the Korban Omer. We don't have a Korban Omer today, we don't have a Korban Omer English. we don't have a we don't have... Though other people argue, some people argue and say, look, there's no Omer, there's no obligation. The Torah clearly hinges the counting of the Omer to the Omer. You have yeah. to have the Omer. There's no Omer, there's no counting. So, and they say the reason we do count today is only a commemorative yeah. act. So mm-hmm. it's commemorating what they used to do in the time of the Temple, the time of the Beisat English, in which they wrote the Omer. So what does it turn out? So a minor that counted before he became a mitzvah, there was only, there was two Rabbonin. There was two Rabbonin. What does it mean? First of all, to counting, if we say that counting is only from the rabbis. First of all, his counting was, the, oh, the whole thing to count nowadays is only from the rabbis, number one. We the second, them. number two, he's not by mitzvah. So he's two the Rabbonins. He's The counting is the rabbonon and he's a minor drabbonon. Mm-hmm. But now, when it becomes the ninth day of the year, he turns by mitzvah, Oh so now he's already an adult. So there's only one rabbon over there because there's, there's he's already an adult, so there's not a minor. There. So either way, either it switches from rabban to the Torah or it switches from two rabbana to one rabbon. You follow what I'm saying here? So it's either but the question becomes what does it becomes? Let's let's assume for to make it for argument's sake, to make it easier, that it's from the Torah. Counting today is from the Torah. So now the child is obligated, who is now a ba-mitzvah, he's obligated to count from the Torah because he's a ba-mitzvah. But he missed out because he wasn't (laughs) ba-mitzvah. He wasn't... So do those countings that he counted before, before, do they count as counting? And therefore he can continue counting with a bracha. Maybe you should stop counting with a bracha because now, all of a sudden, he can't make a bracha in vain because now he's obligated to count. I'm making a bracha, but I missed out. I didn't count yesterday. Well, I did. No, yesterday he counted that you were a minor. How could you that count that? counted
0: count as a, as a, as a as a minor from the rabbis. That's I right.
1: Can that help you? But
0: because you have to Yeah,
1: according to the 49 days is not complete. You don't <laughs> yeah. count it. Another question: What happens? Somebody converts. What happened about a convert during, during the sfera? Uh, does he have to? Uh, does he have to uh, count, or does he not have to count? What happens with, in that case? Um, and and more questions. The rebbe, um, the rebbe is, uh, leans towards uh, strongly that he would continue counting with a he would continue counting with a bracha that he would continue counting with a bracha. And the Rebbe gives a explanation that while it's one mitzvah, it's also Every day. everyday mitzvah, but it's an everyday mitzvah together with with one mitzvah, which means to say we do make a bracha because each day counts. And um, I want to leave maybe the explanation for, 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 for another time. But the... Um,
0: and the convert also?
1: Convert is not clear. The Rebbe doesn't conclude but it's about it's really it. interesting. It's, doesn't doesn't double it it's a double mitzvah. The doesn't conclude about the convert. It's a double
0: mitzvah. It's one mitzvah that every single day it is an individual mitzvah that accounts. And then there's a cumulative one that everything is together.
1: Okay, but the question becomes what happens, which is true. What not happens a, oh, if he
0: wasn't for mitzvah or he What happens
1: when you missed one day? <laughs> I mean, What happens in that case? Um, okay, we'll leave it. What did you say?
0: There are a lot of May birthdays. My pesi was a middle. Yeah, the a middle. Yeah, And shem the middle. And then if, what happens if you're counting? And what happens if you forgot? Forget the bracha part. What happens if you forgot to count the day? Forget with a bracha, without a bracha.
1: You count without a bracha.
0: No, but what happens if you forgot to count without a bracha? This is your it whole Non-countings with... affected.
1: No, you still got to your counting. You doesn't do matter. That,
0: but you missed that, <laughs> miss that day. You that day. counting. Wow. Yeah. Which,
1: which, but there's another interesting issue that comes out from all this. You want to say something? A women equally. Populated. I was going
0: to say I think that the some okay, people so
1: don't women, woman, women are women also have, So this is the but same some as the same as not
0: don't. don't okay. Cool so like it, here, here don't. is
1: also it also has to do. Generally, uh, women are not obligated, just like exactly. they're not obligated to some other mitzvahs. But we do allow them to make a bracha, and they do. But uh, I guess they only can make a bracha. Uh, if they never forgot to count. But if they forget, they can't make a bracha either. Uh, women, when they say, who has commanded us, us, meaning the unit, the Jewish people, yes. as a unit, even though they may personally be exempt, but as a unit, we're still obligated. Everybody's obligated to uh, to do the counting. But another interesting, talking about interesting issues that come up, would also be about, you know, when... The holiday of Shavuos is celebrated. You know, the the the, the only holiday which is not the only holiday day which is not connected to a day of the month is Shavuos. Always, we know every holiday has a a, a, a day of the month, a month in a day. For example, Pesach is on the fifteenth of Nisan, right? And the, and the Sukkos is on the fifteenth uh, of uh, Tishrei. Uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah is on the first day of Tishrei. Yom Kippur is on the tenth day of Tishrei. That's from the Torah, but also from the uh, rabbis. Everything. Hanukkah is the twenty-fifth. Purim is the fourteenth or the fifteenth. You know
0: everything.
1: is the sixth. Yeah. Six or, or seventh. No. Shvuas The Torah says. Torah doesn't say on the <laughs> on the yeah. sixth the on the uh, on the third month. You make shavuot. Doesn't say There's no nothing. It be, says yes. you <laughs> <laughs> count forty-nine days. <laughs> And the 50 days Shavuos—that's what it says. So basically, what it means is that you count 49 days, and 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 and, and then the 50 days Shavuos. So the issue became: what happens to people that pass the international deadline, and they end up losing a day, or they end up getting an extra day? Because what happens is, if it's by that's the 90-50. day, if the day of the month. So it's very easy. So whatever day it is, wherever you are, that's the day. So Pesach is going to be the fifteenth of an You can go back and forth. It doesn't matter. Uh, You you might have a problem with Shabbos because if you go on this side on Friday, then you go on the other side, you know, and then... And then the other thing is who says the international date line is the date line? You know, who says it is, you know, exactly? That's also questionable. Where is the cutoff point? Because there has to be some cutoff point in which it crosses over. Uh, in which it changes, so the, um, the shoes becomes a problem because since the Torah says you have to count forty nine days and the fifty days of schwuz, so you can't make shoes if you only had forty eight days. You know, I mean, you know, so or if you have the sixty, if, uh, the fifty first day, it's not it's not going to be shoes And and that that's been a problem. You know, it's been a problem. So the the the, the final. Um, Finally, the Rebbe says people should not really travel uh, during, cross through the... People going to Australia, go around yeah. through Israel, yeah. so they go together with the sun, versus going against the other way, over the Pacific, because they don't want to pass the international date during Sirius Omer, because that would create a problem of when to make shavuos. So it could be everybody else will be making shavuos on their day, you'll have to make shavuos a, a day later, you know, than everybody... I know people or, that uh, do that, yeah. Yeah.
0: 36 hours. Yeah. have to get from Australia back. Yeah. Yeah. You were a son in Australia. Yeah.
1: And so it's just like... Okay. Right. So basically, yeah. I guess, what we, give, we give, get out the message for us is that we have to count. We have to value every minute, every hour, every day. God puts us in this world only for a limited amount of time. And while we are privileged to be in this world, we have to count it, and we have to treasure it, and we have to try to do good. We have to try to do as much good as we can, and uh, and hopefully that um, you know Hashem will give us a long life, a healthy life, and uh, with only blessings, and uh, to be able to uh, to do what we need to do. We make
0: every day count. Yes. I you like know that. what? I like
1: that. When I, when Hashem, when Hashem gives you health. Uh, or I think even more important, health is the most important. But also, a healthy, uh, a healthy feeling about yourself, about the world, so that you can come out and, you know, uh, face the world with the mode, with confidence, with a uh, sense of uh, uh, determination, and you know, to be productive. I mean, uh, know and know that you count. That's the thing. The key is know you count the days, but also know. That you are important, and you are very important, and you could make a big difference in the world. Just gotta utilize it. But uh, being uh, down and depressed, and uh, you know that's not that's not uh, count. Make sure that it count, and um, and you'll see the the blessings and success. Well, okay. Okay.